exciting, incredibly informative, yuck-filled, <laughs> post-Halloween episode of the Loftus Party Podcast. We got so much to talk about, you guys. Uh, and as always, we've got the most important person on the show. We got the Gimlet here, the Liberty Gypsy. She's got facts and figures and data galore, because that's what gets her rocking and rolling. How you doing, Gimlet? Oh, I'm doing fine. The most important data right now and numbers are 8 no. Yay! 8, 8, 8 no. Yeah, my, my big Georgia-Florida game was this weekend, oh, so I'm still happy. Yep. There you go. Yeah, that's a good one. College football fans rejoice. Eight and zero. That's a big. That's a good. That's a good one. Yeah. Now here's what Got I the think. Mini fridge on number nine. Gotta love that kid. <laughs> I dig it. It's crazy how much I've just it, it. Baseball, football, even even college ball. Now I'm having a hard time. I might try to get back into college ball. But, uh, whoa, boy, I could not. I really, there's some magical moments that happen in, happen in baseball and, and professional sports. But I just, I, I don't know. I got to get I'm more a, about that. I'm not a big baseball fan. Never really. Like, I'll go to a live game because I like going to just about any live event like that. But um, never really got got into the sport. But I got to love the schadenfreude right now with the Major League Baseball having to be in Texas and Georgia after they got all political around the All Star Game. That does make me laugh. Oh yeah, comedy in that. That's that's pretty awesome. Most delicious thing. Oh, we can't we can't have uh, that the All Star Game here because this town's racist and the racist people of blah blah blah. Now you got the World Series. And it they're gonna like, have to they're gonna have to award, you know, the the end when they give the trophy and all that. The the head of the baseball league is gonna have to either be in Texas, which is, you know, anti-woman, or in Georgia, which is a bunch of racists. Like it's just, it's beautiful. Yes. And then President Trump was here last night doing the tomahawk chop, and I just laughed my butt off. Which was just fan. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. It was just fantastic. What a great. And like, and, and I don't know, from all the clips I've seen, they, 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 there was like no thought. It's like everyone in the stadium starts doing like that tomahawk chop and you look up mm-hmm. and like Trump's just doing it. It's not like it's not yep. like he looked at Melania and was like, what should we do? I don't know. I guess when in Rome. Nope. He's like, hey, we're tomahawk. We're chopping it now. And this. Yep. Which leads me to, uh, I think, the story that you wanted to lead off with, and I know it was it was at the top of my notes as well, the hilarious realization that's going on right now uh, amongst the, the, the corporate media, the mainstream media, that they're just now <laughs> putting together, let's go, Brandon. That means F Joe Biden. They're literally and there's tweets about it and there's stories like explaining it to their readers. <laughs> uh-huh. How, how and now and now we have and now we have a let's go Brandon dance. Really? Yes, it has two hundred thousand views on YouTube. 
There's a Let's Go Brandon dance. Yeah, it's the it's the Let's Go Brandon slide. That's hilarious. The only thing that would have made me happier about the the game last night, in addition to Trump doing the tomahawk, if there was actual video of him chanting "Let's Go Brandon." Okay. Now, just staying on the "Let's Go Brandon" thing for a little bit. Uh, yeah. Before we get in, just just the the awesomeness of it. Like you see these videos, and there'll be a stadium. You know, and stadiums are big. They hold like 40, yeah. 50, sometimes 60,000 people. Mm-hmm. And it's usually like one section. You know, it's it's one part of that stadium chanting, let's go, Brandon. I put a clip on uh, the Loftus Party Twitter feed, and it's a soccer game somewhere. And it, and, I, and I'm telling you, it's the loudest one I've heard. It is. Really? Gimlet, you gotta go back into my timeline and and look at it, and you'll be like, "Holy crap, that's like the, the whole, whole stadium! <laughs> that's the whole stadium!" Now, granted, mm-hmm. it's it's a soccer game, but it's just it, it is it's powerful. And then someone did this, and I wish I could get it was I did a I did a retweet of the video of someone did. Uh, uh, an ACDC song and they took out clips of, you know, Trump saying certain words. So not only is it a song parody of an ACDC song and now the, the words are let's go, Brandon, in the opening verse, it's Trump doing it. And then it goes to uh, uh, Joe Biden doing it. And then it goes to Kamala Harris. And it's like it's so flipping fantastic. That's up at the. uh the Loftus Party uh, Facebook page as as well. And it's just, it's, uh, I don't know. It, it makes me happy, but in a way it makes me uh, angry too about the election. Like people, people were unhappy that Trump was elected. And, and in mm-hmm. 2016, 2017, 20, all of it, you never saw anything like this. You never no. saw anything now granted you know they went nuts and they smashed up dc on inauguration day and yeah you had the riots and all this but like stadiums full of regular americans yeah not like some radicalized groups or anything like that just regular people out watching some football going this blows yes (laughs) it just blows everything is awful and and here's here here's what I love about it. Like here's the other the other the other like what you just said. It's people from all walks of life. It's happening organically. It's not some you know, it's not the Koch brothers going, hey, if you go in there and chant this, we'll give you fifty bucks and a blah blah blah. No, this is just happening organically. And like as much as the left is trying to be outraged by it, they have to try to stop this thing now. They have to try to stop it now. But like, never forget that Let's Go Brandon is the polite version. This is, I think, that's what I love about it. It's in, it's so classy. It's so classy. Not even that. We didn't start it. Some sports reporter for NBC covering NASCAR did. 
Well, yes, they, it was. It was a wonderful. It was a wonderful accident. It was a wonderful. It was yes, it was. But it's like you guys started it. You gave it to us. <laughs> well, it's the ultimate. It's the ultimate kung fu. You know, mm-hmm. everyone is obviously chanting "F Joe Biden," and and they're they're using the real F word. I'm I'm being polite here. And so she's 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 at the NASCAR race, and so oh, they're saying let's go Brandon, which is which was a good cover, like it's a, like it was. I give her a lot of credit for for coming up with that <laughs> in the heat of battle on the fly. Mm-hmm. But you've got the the I think it was like the top four downloaded songs on iTunes are "Let's Go Brandon." You've mm-hmm. got stadiums now, and I'm and I'm I'm not using that. I'm not. Being hyperbolic, I'm telling you, you will see this video and you'll go, holy crap, that's that's a stadium full mm-hmm. of people all chanting this. Uh, we're not happy. And and there's a very good reason. And if the, if they're trying to blame Trump in some way, shape or form, there there's no pot of gold at the end of that rainbow. All of this, Uh-oh. every every single uh, thing that's going on, I, I can I it's either Biden being inept or just trying to, you know, shoot this country metaphorically in the foot. There, listen, did, what? Go ahead. Did, did you see the montage when Joe Biden went up to try to stump for Terry McAuliffe in, in Virginia? And he said Trump like 33 times and somebody just cut him all together. Oh, I didn't. Oh, I my didn't. God. That's all they have. Well, and, and this is funny, and I'm glad you brought that up because we've we've said it before on this show, uh, but it bears repeating. Uh, Trump's popularity did not happen because Trump was magic, you guys. This this America first sensibility this feeling that the American people have had, like the political class has been lying to us. They have taken us for granted. So when when Trump came along, he was the embodiment of decades of frustration, decades mm-hmm. of frustration. They want to pin stuff on Trump. Listen, Trump is replaceable. Trump, give me another, give me DeSantis. Give me someone <clears throat> Give me someone with an American um, America first agenda. Give me somebody who can cut through all the bureaucratic BS. We th- the government is too big. They can't get it done. They can't act effectively. They don't have our best interests at heart. And if we you don't really, really want them to do much. Say what? Right. We don't really want them to do much. I'd love it if the government was effective. I, I, I'd love it if the government you know, didn't spend like $20,000 on a screwdriver. I would love Mm -hmm. it if the government could fix the roads. I would love it if the government could run a a military that could defend this nation and defend our interests uh, abroad and defend us from enemies. For I I would love it if it was effective because that's what it is. Like we make this we make this deal because we have busy lives. So we made this deal. You know, it's like, listen, I can't build a road. I mean, I could. I don't have the time. I can't run the schools. I mean, I could, but I don't have the time. So here's the deal. I'm going to give you a little money 
out of every paycheck in, in taxes and you fix the roads and just you, you you do that and that'll be your that'll be your job you work for the government and it has gotten so far out of hand the roads mm-hmm. are not designed to last the school system good lord we'll talk about school stuff uh coming up but it's all it, it's all become a a horrible evil echo of the intention the, these taxes that we pay are for it's to give us more time to to do things and and when the schools are doing what they're doing and the roads are horrible and the military's horrible and then they turn around and tell us oh it's because we aren't it's not because you're underfunded you lying sacks of shit and and i tell ooh, i want to say this out loud too on the opening segment and because we, we called it on this show it's another one of those pat yourself on the back this whole infrastructure package Oh, we're going to. And I tell you, I don't want anybody from the GOP. They got to fight this thing tooth and nail. Nobody from the GOP votes for it because we talked about it on this show. If Mm -hmm. you want if you want to pass a big like one point seven trillion dollar infrastructure deal, you start that off by going, you know what? It's really going to be three and really five if you think about it. But that's what we want. And then the Republicans are like, no, that's crazy. We're not going to vote for that. And there's uproar. There's uproar. There's a great weeping and gnashing of teeth. And then they come back with, okay, we'll just do 1.7. And if anybody on the GOP tries to look at that like it's any kind of victory, I'm going to, ooh, I'm going to lose my mind. Well, it's not just that. It's the other infrastructure bill. So they passed the infrastructure bill. And now this big one that they're still about is the build back better plan right yes there's actually two bills the republicans that voted for that first bill that that is in the house now so this came out of the senate right yeah should never vote for anything again because the democrats just lied to them it's uh, it's bad. Oh, and, these and I, bills won't be tied together. Oh, look, the bills are tied together. It is. Uh, it, it's horrible. It's it's horrible. It's horrible. And I was saying this on the live stream on on Wednesday. The live stream was so much fun on Wednesday. We and, and big shout out to everybody who listens to this show. We got over 50,000 people on the Facebook. 50,000. Yeah, and it made me so happy. And, and and here's what I was saying on the live stream. Uh, let's just let's just say the elections go well. Let's just say you know there's voter ID and you have to vote in person and there's no there's no shenanigans, right? And let's just say that the Republicans come sweeping back in and they they control the House and the, and the Senate and all that stuff. Listen. They got it. We got to start making cuts. I want to go full tilt bulldozer freight train with a cow catcher on front. We have to aggressively, aggressively cut the size of our federal government. It ain't working. It ain't working. And and that's that's what I want. I want to make uh, I want a tax code that rewards people for starting businesses and having businesses in America 
and making products in America. I want to make it so incredibly easy for young entrepreneurs to get started. But we have got to make giant cuts in the size. We want of to be Estonia. I'm sorry. We want to be Estonia. Remember yeah. a couple of years ago we were talking about Estonia. Yes. Oh, I, re I yeah. remember very distinctly. However, like the Department of uh, Transportation, you guys, you, uh, you you shit the bed here on this whole uh, cargo supply chain ship. So we have to we have to reassess. I want to reassess all of it. The Department of Education, the Department of Energy, Department of Transportation, all of them, huge cuts, huge cuts. And the land goes back to the states, like the Supreme Court has told them a hundred times. Yep. Because yep. that way, Governor Abbott can go dig up some oil, and the governor of New Mexico can start getting some natural gas, because then those assets belong to the state, not the federal government. Yeah, and then, and then someone in Texas could protect their border. Mm -hmm. That one hits me really, really hard. The people come across, the, the illegals come. Oh, and we got to talk about that, too. Holy smoke. The illegals come across uh, the border in Texas, destroying ranchers' property, private property. It's the citizens of Texas. It's the citizens of, you know, New Mexico, Arizona, all those states. But we're going we're gonna to talk about Texas. Like, why can't the state of Texas protect Texans? Like, what? Why can they not build a fence? Why can they? I, I, that just boggles my mind. My understanding is it's going to start. Going to start? Like, yep. what have they been waiting on? What have they been waiting on? I, personally, if I lived in Texas, I'd be like, okay, the federal government left all this crap here to build the wall. They're not doing anything with it. Let's go take it since we paid for it. Seriously. And put up the damn wall ourselves. Seriously. Like wh wherever that stuff is being, wherever that, wherever that stuff is being stored. You see those pictures of the big stacks of it, you know. Yep. It's all the materials. It's blah, 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 blah. The contractors have been paid, yada, yada. If I'm Abbott, I'm like, okay. National Guard, anybody, Texans, come with me. Anybody with a flatbed truck, come with me. We will finish it. And then what is the government? Is 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 Biden going to send troops to stop them? Oh, I'd love to see that. I'd love right? to see that. Holy smoke. Well, and I, like I'm looking at the polls that came out today because it's the end of the month. And I mean, this is just the most tone deaf group of elites I have ever seen in my life. Like, I don't know how much lower the polls can go. <laughs> they're so bad right now. They're oversampling Democrats by what one of them was like seven points. Yeah. They're oversampling Democrats by seven points. And the margin of error is still 4.5. It's uh, <laughs> like they're. They are so much worse than they even look. Right. H however, they, why would they stop? Why would they stop? It's it's you're, you're trying to control a population. You're trying to tell people, be afraid of this. Don't be afraid of that. Worry about this. Don't worry about that. 
They've been doing and like everybody. It's like watching a crappy magician at a children's party. And we've watched this since 2016, where it was Trump, Russia collusion. That's what you got to be worried about. That's what you got to be worried about. And they, they, they just keep going. They just keep going, even though they're incredibly wrong and everybody knows they're wrong. And they they're they they were they wangled uh, the whole covid-19 thing into a big scare. And now we got to do vote by mail and everybody vote by mail and blah, blah, blah. Oh, and that went great. And the people have spoken and he's the most powerful, uh, most popular president in the history of mankind. And. Things are going swell and inflation will go away and this is temporary and these are champagne. Like they're going to continue to pee all over Americans and and just say, it's raining. Boy, it's just rain. That rain is crazy. And we're like, we can see you. We know you're peeing on us. Oh, it's rain. <laughs> they're just, they're just going to keep doing it until finally uh, people have had enough and we're getting close. And I just hope it's not violent. And I will encourage everyone listening, don't get violent, don't get violent. Civil disobedience, because there's some wacky stuff coming down the pipeline. We're going to take a little break, and we're going to come back with a couple of the most infuriating little uh, droplets of news that I, that I really wanted to get your feedback on, Gimlin. So let's take a break, and we'll come right back. Ready to stand out, Army ROTC prepares you not only as a college student, but as a strong leader, allowing you to earn the rank of second lieutenant. You will be eligible for full tuition, merit-based scholarships, and develop leadership skills essential for your future. Start strong and enhance your college experience. Visit your campus Army ROTC representative today. To find out how you can earn up to a full tuition scholarship, visit GoArmy.com slash podcast to locate your closest ROTC program today. Army officers inspire strength in others. Paid for by the United States Army. If you prefer real mornings, shouldn't you have a real breakfast? At McDonald's, we get real about breakfast. That's why you can have a savory sausage biscuit with delicious hash browns for only $1.50. It's time to wake up breakfast. Single item at regular price. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. In the Hundred Acre Wood, they had a podcast, and they came. I, I wanted to. This is a, this is what I was laughing about as we were coming back from break. Remember the the wonderful world of Disney, and and they had the uh, the Winnie Winnie the Pooh cartoons on there, and I'd love to do. I got to work on my. There was a a voiceover guy. He was an it was an English actor. And his name was Sebastian Cabot. And, like, that's what I was laughing at. I couldn't believe I remembered that dude's name, Sebastian Cabot. But he was the narrator of all the Winnie the Pooh. Uh... <laughs> and that would just be a, a great intro for the show. 
in the world of podcasts, I can't do it. I'd have to listen to it. <laughs> so anyway, that's and then and then I was laughing at how what a just an, what an obtuse thought that was. But Sebastian Cabot. OK, we got to get back into reality. Well, uh, we got to get back into the show. Uh, man, say, why? Why should we operate inside reality? None of our leaders are. <laughs> it, the, well said. Well said. <laughs> Give yourself another gypsy tattoo for that one, because uh, that's what we wanted to get into uh, for for this for this block. There's there's certain things that rub me the wrong way. Whether you want to say it goes against my fundamental belief system, my moral code, my moral compass, whatever. One of them is the is the the death tax or the the estate tax where you work very, very, very hard and you put together a company and now that company is valued at over $5 million. And then they come in and they go, you got to pay taxes on half of that because you've died. And who, who cares that you've paid taxes the entire time you've built up this company? To me, it's, 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 it's rude, it's unsavory, it's, it's evil. Uh, and I, I could not despise it more. Well, they have a they have a new one coming down the pipeline for us. This is just this. I guess this will be the the B block of of evil here. <laughs> Janet Janet Yellen, like literally, and, and it's one of those things where you read it and you're like, "There's no way, there's no way," and then you see the video of her saying it. This this tax. And they say it's only going to be for billionaires and blah, 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 whatever. But to me, it's 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 morally wrong. This this tax on unrealized gains, un, unrealized, meaning uh, uh-huh. unreal. And and mm-hmm. hopefully hopefully our our listeners know what we're talking about. Here's here's the the way I, I think about it. If you have a house and for the sake of this explanation, We'll say you, you bought the house for a hundred thousand bucks, right? It's, it makes the mm-hmm. math easy. So you got the you got the house uh, for a hundred thousand bucks. Uh, a couple of years go by, and you know Zillow or whoever goes, "Hey, congratulations! You've made improvements in your house, and now it's valued at this year. Uh, at this point in time, we're going to say it's worth a hundred and fifty thousand dollars. So you don't take the money out of your house. You're not you're not collecting that money it's just now okay the the value of the the place you're living in is now $150,000 Janet Yellen would like to tax you on that air quote extra Mm $50,000 even though you do not have it and even though uh the neighborhood could go to hell next year and now your house is only worth $90,000 they want yeah they don't yeah they don't give the money back in in what in in what universe and even if you're talking about a guy like you know Elon Musk or or Jeff Bezos or whatever where they are their stockholders in their company and mm-hmm. yesterday the stock was you know $20 a share and then uh-oh because of this news now the stock is valued at $25 a share you don't get to go you don't get to go in and start zapping their bank accounts. They haven't that that's not it's not real money yet. <laughs> that's why it's on the first 
the first syllable is an unrealized or are unreal. And to me, it's just it's like morally wrong. And you can and if you're one of those people who are like, yeah, but Jeff Bezos and and yeah, but Elon Musk and they blah, 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 blah. Listen, don't waste your time. Somebody gave me this advice 10, 12 years ago, and it really helped me a lot. Don't count other people's money. Don't count. Mm -hmm. Now, now, if Jeff Bezos uh, or Elon Musk and, and Bezos is, is way a better example, like he's coming up on like he's got a monopoly on stuff. And we, and we, we need comp Sorry. we need more competition. We need competition in people who deliver goods and all that other stuff. I'm, I'm all in favor of that. So I'll start counting Bezos's money when he's in charge of a monopoly, which you could ar argue that he is. But like you're not going to you're not going to do yourself any favor by sitting at, in bed at night and going, oh, that person has all this. And why don't I have all this? Boy, that's that's what they call well, some stinking thinking. Well, the other thing that people don't understand, at least Democrats don't understand, is that if you do that to Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos and and people like that. Your retirement is going to hell because there's a 99% chance that your 401k, your annuity, or your pension is invested in those companies. And if the CEOs and founders of those companies have to start selling stock to pay a tax on unrealized gains, the stock is going to fall. Yes. Yeah, so, it's, like, it's not just them you're hurting. It's everyone who has any money at all in the market, even if it's not for today, but for when you retire. Yeah, and people, and that's and that's the the point that they always leave out in in all of these calculations with you know Janet Yellen. They want the everyday ordinary person to go. Well, dang, you know, Jeff, uh, Elon Musk, he's rich. He can afford it. He got all that money. Why doesn't he? Da -da 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 -da? And we were talking about this uh, during the break, and it's it's good to remind everybody, ladies and gentlemen, you can take all of the billionaires in America right now, and you can seize all of their assets you can you can take it all you can take all of the billionaires you take every last penny it's not going to make a dent it's going to be like throwing a, a pebble into a lake you're going to get a little bit of a ripple but our problem is with spending so you can you can weep and gnash your teeth and scream at the heavens why is elon musk so wealthy the government's got to spend less the government has to spend a lot less. And who, how about this? Hold on, buckle up for this little transition. They certainly can't afford <laughs> to spend $450,000 per person for illegal immigrants who broke into the country in 2018 and were separated. That is this. Oh, how, how infuriating is that? Well, for me, it's even more infuriating when this became an issue in the 2020 election and Chad Wolf, who was the acting director of DHS at the time, went on television and said, there's X number of children still residing in our facilities. 
And something like 96% of them, they had found the parents back at home in the home country, right? And the parents are like, no, don't send them home. They, they remained separated by... Now they're going to get paid. And further, it has no choice but to separate families because of a legal settlement from like the Clinton administration. I don't even want to get into, I don't, I, listen, here's, here's something that I, I give zero shits about. Like I, 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 I don't care why you came up with the idea. It's a horrible idea. You, you just, that's something you just don't do. You just don't listen. Uh, if I commit a crime, I know there's a chance I'm going to get caught. And if I get caught, there's a very good chance that I'm going to be separated from my family. Exactly. So, so I don't get money for that. That's not, uh, it's not cruel or unusual. It is, you You made a decision. You rolled the dice. You're like, ooh, I'm going to try to break into this country. You got caught. Here's your prize. You get deported. That's it. We have laws. Well, and you, your children should be deported with you. Yes, the whole family. The whole family. Welcome back. You're... <laughs> and but it's, certainly, it's such a reason. gross. It's such a gross way to try to buy votes. It, that, that, to me, that's, it, it's, it, that's all it, it appears to be. It's like, oh, we felt so bad for you wonderful, wonderful people who are trying to escape what? What are they trying to escape? Oh, here's $450,000. Boy, I have an idea, Gimlet. I have an idea. It's been rolling around in my noggin for a long time, but I'm legit. I'm thinking about doing it. It started as a joke, and I feel bad. Uh, this is such a uh, this is such a, a dick tease of a segment, because I'm not going to tell you guys the idea, because it's so awesome. Somebody's going to take it. But when I... When I it, it involves... It involves... Uh, Doing favors for illegal immigrants in attempts to get their votes. Now, I can't afford to give you uh, $450,000 per person, but there are some things that I could get going on the southern border that will have uh, uh, the the left just flipping out, just flipping out. You can't do that. Well, yes, I can. Ha <laughs> ha! It's a tease, but that's all that it's, it's so, it's so gross and it's so insulting too. That's the other thing. That's why I brought it up with the, the, like the estate tax and the, the unrealized gains. It's just, it's so insulting to the people who served the country and they went overseas and they were injured in combat or killed in combat. And the government's like, Hey, here you go. Thanks. Thanks chief. Here's a hundred grand. Good for you. See you later. And then it's so dismissive. And then to tell somebody, hey, you broke into the country, you got caught. Here's four hundred and fifty thousand dollars. That's it's beyond rude. It's beyond rude. It, 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 it's insane because we said, here's your child. Take them back. And they said, no. Yeah. It's, I don't uh, even think that should be a choice. It uh, and, and the child is arriving on flight number six, 
73, they'll be landing in Bolivia at 2 p.m. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, uh, it's it's a problem. Illegal immigration is, is a problem beyond this. But this is just mm-hmm. like it, it really takes the cake. But as oh, you, the videos of these caravans coming up when they get interviewed, I, I just they make me want to scream. They yes. make me want to scream. Yes. And here's what I really it really is. It puts a bee in my bonnet. None of these, like, I'll ask this again, this rhetorical question. Where is the war? Where, what are the, these people are not fleeing because, oh, my life is in danger. There's a war in my country. And anyone whose last name starts with blah, 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 is being killed. They're not running for their lives. And they're not in love with the idea of America. They are, they're going, okay, I want a better life. All right, I dig it. I dig it. You want a better life. I would want that too. Now, if things are dicey in your home country, you got to stop at the next country that'll take you. But like, it's like, nah, I might as well go to America. They got the best deals. It's like they're, it's like they're viewing the globe like a shopping mall. And they're like, okay, my job at uh, Annie's Pretzels is really horrible. So I want to I want to get a better job. OK, well, they're 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 hiring at uh, at Sephora. Mm, yeah, don't want to work at Sephora. They got a better package in that uh, that America store at the end of the mall. Well, I, ju- I just thought you wanted to improve your life and be safe. You can do that at Sephora. Yeah, it's just not enough. Just not enough. I like the package. I like the I like the the package they're offering at that America shop. They don't care. In, in my opinion, they're not a, they're not in love with freedom of speech and freedom of this and freedom of that. It's just a better gig. It's just a better gig. And then they can they can duck out whenever they want. And and it's like the people I was talking to a dude. You learn so much by talking to your Uber drivers. You learn so much by talking <laughs> to your taxi drivers. Dude was coming here. This guy gave me a, a, a ride when I was in Vegas. Uber driver. Ill- illegally immigrated to this country. So he made it. Yay, hooray. So he came. He got his wife. Uh, they got kids. Uh, he's trying to save up money for a house in California, but he just can't do it. He just can't do it. He just can't do it. So he's like, all right, screw it. And they relocate to Vegas. And he's like, this has been the best. This has been the best because I've been able to buy a house and do this and do that. And I'm like, well, there you go, dude. Uh, that's I guess that's the American dream. I guess I got to be happy for the guy. The plan is they are going to, and you can't really blame the guy either. So he's, he, he and his wife, they sneak into the country. He gets a job. He's working hard, going to get a house, blah, 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 refinancing it, doing X, Y, and Z. And then he says in, in 10 years, he's pulling up stakes and he's heading back because now he's got the money to retire and he's going to go back to the country he loves which is like Guatemala. So there you go. We haven't, we haven't, we haven't, we don't have a new citizen. We don't have somebody who just loves America and will lay down his life for the red, white, and blue. No, he's hitting this bitch like an ATM. It's a mild inconvenience. And then he'll just go back. I want to tax. I know, but that's why I want to tax remittances. 
Oh, uh, yes, yes. And and we're at a point now, like how many? How would wait, wait a minute? I, I want to get back to the taxing remittance. How would you do that? How would you do that if somebody works really hard and then they go to Seven uh, Eleven and they and they 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 buy a money order? How do you, how do you tax remittances? You. Western Union and the companies that do the money orders would have a just like you do on your cable. There's a federal tax on your cable bill and the companies are responsible for actually remitting it to the government. But they need to charge it to you. So I don't know. I think that's going to be a tough, uh, a, a tough one to pull off. I'd love it if we could do it. I'd love it if we could do I, it. We I don't know why we couldn't. I mean, and, sales tax goes. You pay state sales tax in most states on everything you buy and then the grocery store takes all the tax and gives it to the state. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I here's it's what a I want to sale thing. <clears throat> I want to fill up the, the country with people who love America and who come here. Like, mm-hmm. listen, if, if you're, if you're in a war torn country, if you've got some Rwanda action going on and somebody wants to like eradicate your people from the face of the earth and you're running for your life. Holy smoke. Welcome aboard. Welcome aboard. We don't do that in America. We're going to, you know, like. Yeah, you easy like, Christians, maybe. But this whole thing, this whole thing where it's just like, yeah, life in Haiti kind of blows. So uh, I'm not, I'm not going to stick around and try to make it better. I'm just going to uh, zip on over to Central America and then just kind of meander up. And uh, have a better life in America. And then when I'm done, maybe I'll go back to Haiti, buy some property, and, you know, hopefully it'll be better by then. No, you, it, that, that, that's, it's like they're using too many, too many of these people are using America like a cheap whore. Like a cheap whore. Mm-hmm. And I don't like it. And it will not stand. You don't get to use uh, Amer- I'm, I have to write down using America like a cheap whore because that very well could be the title of the show. Ah, okay, here's yeah. what's going to happen. Uh, the, we are going to, like a cheap, cheap. I, I shouldn't double up on the cheaps. I just wrote down using America like a cheap, cheap whore. Then yeah, then it's, it's, it's bird adjacent. Okay, we're going to take a break. There's a lot of other stuff. Uh, that we have to cover, that we're going to cover in the Patreon segment. Here's how it's going to go, though. We're taking a break. We got What's on the Web with Paul. She's a good one. We're talking about Dune. We're talking about Cowboy Bebop. We're talking about ghosts. We're talking about that and so much more. But the Gimlet and I are going to rejoin everybody over on Patreon. We got to talk about these uh, Vax mandates, what's going on in New York, and uh, the firehouses, and uh, it's it ain't good. This is there's no, I don't want to get too into it. That's just a little tease of what's coming up. So stick around, and for the love of all that's good and wonderful, come join us over on Patreon. But stick around for what's on the web. Woohoo!
Tired of paying outrageous prices for Viagra? Well, we have great news for you. Now you can finally get Viagra at huge discounts. Healthy Man allows you to save up to $500 on Viagra. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices of $15 per pill or more when you can get Viagra for less than $3 a pill? Call today and get 40 Viagra pills for only $99. This can cost as much as $600 at your local pharmacy. You can't afford not to call us. If you want Viagra at the lowest prices, never pay $15 a pill pharmacy prices again. Get Viagra for less than $3 a pill. Call 1-800-516-7602 today and save up to $500 and get 40 pills for just $99. Healthy Man is fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting at 1-800-516-7602 to take your call right now. Call 1-800-516-7602. That's 1-800-516-7602. Again, 1-800-516-7602. It is the C Block. That means one thing. It's time for What's on the Web with Paul. I do believe we got Paul on the other end of the line. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing great, Michael. It's all Hallow's Eve right now, so it's a fun time. One more week until we turn those clocks back, and that means when we get up in the morning, it's almost time for sunset. Yeah, you know what, dude? Don't even get me started on that. Uh, but I'm I'm glad you brought it up because I, I need to start bitching about that one now. <laughs> Normally, I don't start bitching about it till like the next day. But because you brought it up, I'm going to I'm going to do a thing about that. Like now we have to end this. It's stupid. It's dumb. It's idiotic. It's depressing. Nobody likes it. And God bless uh, the cities and the states who are like, yeah, no, we're not doing this anymore. It's it's dumb. We got it. We got to we got to not do it. Thank you. <laughs> Let's start off this week with what's on the web with we're ready for the Jetson one. This is a personal aircraft that uses rotors. Yeah. Uh, a rotary wing aircraft. If you want to really get technical about it, it has four of them on there. And we've seen a variety of jet packs now or green goblin gliders, but this is the kind of the first one. that's really like something you would see out of the Jetsons. And it looks at, actually, this is one that makes me want to get one and, and fly it around. Although I don't know what the regulations on that would be, because it looks like you can fly pretty low and just go wherever you want. But what are your thoughts on it? Well, this is the kind of thing that excites me. And whenever I find a new company that's getting into this, I always try to give them some press. And I, I always try to show them some love. Someone's going to nail this. I, I know like a year ago, we did, uh, I think it was for red eye or maybe the the one of the first episodes of of gutfeld there's a a drone taxi company in uh dubai they're up and running and and they're they're doing six rotors my issue which is exciting six rotors you can lose one and you're still gonna fly it seats two people someone's gonna nail this someone is going to be the henry ford of the personal flying aircraft and it's going to be a game changer and everyone else is going to be like where did this come from this is a surprise but not to us because we are keeping an eye on it here's what i want to know uh with with the jetson one i wish there was more rotors i just want to know there's a backup 
I just want to know there's a backup if one of them fails or there's a bird strike or whatever. And then, you know, let's get into how long can I fly? What's, you know, how, what's, what's the distance, all that good stuff. But it is exciting as all get out. Could you do a George Jetson impression? I wish I could. <laughs> I can do a Mr. Spacely. Jetson! Oh, there you go. That's good. But, but George Jetson, he was going <laughs> to... When you're, when you're a little kid and you're watching uh, the intro to the Jetsons and he's holding his wallet out and all the kids are taking it and then the wife just takes the wallet, you're like, whatever, this is boring. I hate this. And then... When you get older, you're like, yeah, yeah, I get it, dude. I get it. <laughs> Poor George Jetson not only didn't have any money, but he didn't have any legs either. He was all upper body. Poor guy. Yeah. And you know what? They've tried They've tried a, a couple times to do a Jetsons movie, uh, but they can't because none of the gadgets are that impressive. <laughs> it's like we have most of that stuff that, you know, we don't have the, we don't have the, the personalized spaceship that folds up into a, a briefcase. But someday, someday. <laughs> All, right. All right. Well, let's let's switch over. Also, well, it's kind of related. Note sci-fi. We'll go over to Dune. You got a chance to watch Dune? I think you watched it on the on the HBO Max instead of going to the theater, and you gave it a good review. And that means you're hoping for a part two. And apparently, they've green lighted or green lit part two already. So, what are your thoughts about that? Okay, so. In watching Dune and being very familiar with the books, and I say this in my review, like the 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 big complaint that people seem to have is is how you uh, break the story in, into two movies. And as I was watching it, it's just the way the story's structured. There's nothing you can do. There's there's really uh, Denis uh, Villeneuve. He did the best job he could do. Like, that's as good as it's going to get. I know you're going to be disappointed with where the story breaks and the cliffhanger and all that stuff. But here's what I want to say. That's that's cinema, man. That's that's art. This is not and and not to demean what Marvel does. Their movies, you know, they, they look good. But there are shots in this where you're like, wow, that is it's beautiful. It's gorgeous. And with the popularity of Dune as a as a book, as a franchise of books, the, if this one if this one had failed, if this one didn't get picked up for a part two, I, I was really that, that's that, that's the canary in the coal mine. If this one didn't do well, we're in we're in big trouble as a culture because I I have I have I have tiny little beefs with it and it's you you almost feel like well i'm gonna do a review so i gotta kind of i gotta say something you know but there were really so minor so minuscule uh i plan on maybe even watching it again tonight i just i just want to see it again it's and i tell you javier bardem no one's showing this guy the amount of love like it's an all-star cast Javier Bardem has a couple of scenes, but his your introduction to his character, it's a very short scene. I guarantee, like in the script, it, it probably isn't, if it's four pages, it's a miracle. It's a short scene. And dude just comes on the screen and puts on a clinic. He is the most interesting person 
in the room and it looks effortless and it just gives me such joy. I'm a big I'm a big fan of uh, of Peter O'Toole and Richard Burton, and they used to play a game, uh, a little competition with each other. Who could take the smallest part and get the biggest ovation for the curtain call? Like they would literally I'm spear carrier number two. And have yeah, also, our also, who can forget Peter O'Toole being in King Ralph? Um. Yeah, but Javier, Javier Bardem, it's it's a short scene. It's a clinic. Go see this movie. Support this movie. It, it's yes, it's sci-fi, but it's it's wonderful and good. And I'm thrilled they're doing a part two. All right, but moving on. Good stuff. A ghost inconvenienced my life by Lisa, and this is about I describe it as a ghost story for people who don't believe in ghosts because. Lisa states up front she doesn't believe in ghosts, and then she relates her own little ghost story. So I was wondering what you thought about that, and what do you think about All Hallows' Eve, which is again today? Uh, you know what? I, I dig it. And and here's what – so I, I read Lisa's piece. I, I really liked it. There's weird stuff that happens. I have some stories about a uh, a mischievous ghost that haunted a club that I used to play quite a bit in Ohio. Uh, a, a ghost who was known as Shorty uh, and and loved slamming doors and locking people in. But it's so. Here's my my thoughts on on ha- all Hallows Eves and all, all this stuff. These uh, these important days, you know, uh, Christmas and Easter and and Halloween, they didn't start in a vacuum. There's something there. If you if you uh, if you spend any time thinking about it, like how did these holidays start? What's going on? Why now? What's this? So do I think that like uh, you know we're surrounded by evil ghosts who are out to get us? No, 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 no. However, I I gotta say I got an open mind about the whole thing. I got an open mind. So you don't necessarily go with the popular belief is oh people and. In uh, in ancient times, were just idiots who didn't know what was going on around them. Well, you know, there so a lot of that was true. A lot of that was true. Like during an eclipse, oh no, somebody has offended the sun god, so we got to kill a mountain of kids. Like it's like there's weird stuff like that. However, uh, I think there's more there's there's more than what's going on uh, than than what meets our eye. I believe there there are mysteries out there. There's tons of stuff that we haven't figured out or cracked the code, and this get that, that we could really get into like like faith and everything now. But uh, with ghosts, yup, I think there's a little something something there. Isn't there a Shakespearean line, or maybe I might have the author wrong, but isn't it something like there are more things in heaven and earth than are dreamt of in your imagination, Horatio? Yeah, yeah, that's the classic one. And I and I, and if I was a learned man, if I was a man of letters, Paul, I could tell you what that was from. Well, I can't uh, tell you what it's from either. So, <laughs> I, you know what? I I don't. I I want to say Macbeth. Might have been. But but there you go. Now now I I feel halfway smart. All <laughs> right. What what else do we got? All right. So they're now coming out with a new Toy Story movie, but it's not really a Toy Story movie. It's called Lightyear, and instead of being about Toy Story, it's a be it's about the the action. Um, the action hero that inspired the Buzz Lightyear action figure. Yes. And doing this, they're recasting the voice of Tim Allen to Chris Evans of Captain America fame. I would say I want to hear your thoughts about it, but I also want to 
hear your thoughts. Do you think there's anything political on getting rid of get of getting rid of Tim Allen in favor of Chris Evans? You know what? There maybe maybe in hindsight, but I'm just struck by the brilliance of someone. Like if you ask me, uh, Pixar hasn't done anything brilliant in a long time. They've been and this this is going to get me in trouble in Hollywood. They've been riding the coattails of some brilliant films, uh, you know, Toy Story, th- th- that whole series. Brilliant, wonderful and good. Finding Nemo up. There's like a handful of movies. And then it's like, whatever, it's it. They, they're in a deal with Disney. They have to do so much stuff. It just feels like, you know, they're kind of treading water. And even Soul, you know, Soul, which was which was good. You know, it's it's like standard operating procedure right now. For some reason, this Buzz Lightyear movie just struck me as brilliant and like someone was really using their noodle because Buzz Lightyear, the the toy, Buzz Lightyear, who's voiced by Tim Allen, is based on in that universe. He's based on a real guy. Let's do a movie about the real guy. And to me, it just it just makes me so happy. It's like, what a great idea. What a great idea. So then it, it begs the question, like, ooh, what happened to the real Buzz Lightyear? Why didn't why didn't they use his voice? Why did they have to use a different voice for the toy? And so I'm all in. I'm all in for watching the adventures of air quote the real Buzz Lightyear before he became a toy. And then here's what I here's what else I want to know. Is Zerg gonna make an appearance? Like is Zerg real too? I really hope he is. But I'm I'm stoked. And the uh, the, the teaser trailer looked beautiful. It just looked beautiful. Like they really, and maybe they're just protecting their their franchise. But wow, I was I was blown away by the trailer. And and I just fell in love with the premise. And people are all like, oh, it's a slam on Tim out. No. I don't think it's a slam on Tim Allen, but I, I think it's a brilliant way. You can have a whole nother line of 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 Buzz Lightyear toys now. I don't know. I'm I'm all in. I dig it. All right. So that's going to be coming out sometime. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know the date. I don't know the date on me, but people can go to the website. I'm sure the date's there, and they can see what the date it is when it premieres. Moving yeah. on. So best of Mila Del Bessie, and I have two things to say about that. First of all, is it really Del Bessio or is it Del Blasio? And she changed her name for certain reasons. Second of all, I think it's Del Bessio. I think it is too. But it reminds me of Bill de Blasio, um, which apparently Bill de Blasio's name isn't Bill de Blasio. But anyway. <laughs> but anyway, then I have to ask you about uh, what are your thoughts on tutus? <laughs> I find them so insanely sexy. I, I can't even begin to start like like I don't I don't, I don't, I don't on grown women on grown women. I, but there's just something I, I, and I, it almost uh, remember in Blade Runner. I think Daryl Hannah was rocking one in her final scene where she goes after uh, Deckard. <laughs> I just here's it's it's a swimsuit thing that that this very beautiful model did for sports illustrated but i like how it was like 
funky and fun and there was tutus and flamingos and weird fuzzy tops and uh yeah i just it was it was a standout to me it was a standout i'm like oh i gotta post that because it's like it's seriously hot and it's like quirky fun yeah and listen ladies uh there's a if you want to if you want to rock your man's world some night just show up in a tutu (laughs) we'll be into it but will tutus ever become formal business wear, do you think? <laughs> <laughs> no, they can't because the dudes will be so turned on. You won't get any work done. <laughs> You're like, I'd like to start our presentation about the third quarter growth. And I'm like, oh, I got your third quarter growth right here. <laughs> that, be, that needs to be a skit for that show tonight. Is what That's what we need right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Moving on. So do we have time for two more or just one more? We can do two more. We can do two more. We're going to we, we we rock this out for a 20 minute segment, buddy. New Cowboy Bebop trailer gives us hope again. So I watched it. And when I watched it, I was like, Michael's not going to like it. And then I read the Loftus party and I see Michael did like it. So I wanted to hear what what your thoughts are on that. OK, so. That to me, this the latest Cowboy Bebop trailer is them taking the source material seriously. They're like, okay, so we have our actors, and we're all going to do this seriously. the The, the other trailer was like so tongue in cheek, and yeah, and I'm 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 actually going back and watching uh, Cowboy Bebop uh, now, and and there there are elements of comedy. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna get you uh, wrong, but it's there's uh, I want to say this. There's like there's so many like real emotions that are going on there and like like loneliness and the cowboy bebop and the guy i wish I, I wish i knew the creator's name he shows these little interstitials little you know little cards before you go in and out of commercial and the guy knew it like back when he was making that thing in the 90s it it's such He's taking all these different segments of pop culture and art and music and creating a new iconic thing. And and you just have to be, listen, I think doing a live action version of Cowboy Bebop is way more fraught with danger than doing Dune. Like Dune is a little tricky, but you just have to, once again, honor the source material. And Cowboy Bebop is, it's very complex uh, tonally. And boy, when they showed that last trailer where they're kind of almost making, well, they were, they were like making fun of the form and making fun and pushing the walls out of the way. And they were all very self-aware. And it was like a wink and a nod. And like, no, don't do it with a wink and a nod. Take it incredibly seriously and and that's what boy it's it's been a roller coaster with this show it's been a roller coaster with this show you're like okay you know they got the guy who started it he's as he's going to be a consultant on the live action that's good oh they got the they got the original uh music guy back that's great because the music the music in that show is like a whole nother thing so i'm holding out i'll keep it brief here i've already talked way too long about cowboy bebop I'm 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 cautiously not even optimistic. I, I, I'm hoping that the damage isn't too bad. It's like you're in your car, you see a truck coming, and you're like, "Ooh, I hope he just clips the side view mirror 
I hope it's not a I hope it's not a full on collision. So I'm hoping I'm hoping they just clip the side view mirror. That would be Faye Valentine's the side view mirror. Well, in this in the clip in the trailer, you're like, okay, she's doing some sexy girly stuff. So that's and that is that's so important because she know the character of Faye Valentine knows exactly what she's doing. She knows she knows exactly how to use her femininity and her sexuality and her beauty to get what she wants. It's a it's it's a big tool in her toolbox. Yes, she's a tough chick. Yes, she can also, you know, shoot a gun, throw a punch and she's got all that. But the thing that makes her that much more dangerous and what more interesting is she's like, yep, and I'm a hottie. Hey, I'm it's we'll see what they do. All right. So. New Cowboy Bebop trailer. Michael likes it. People can read what he wrote at the website. Moving on to the next one, we also have a new Witcher trailer. And yeah. Specifically, it's you are glad that they got the costumes dirty this time. Witcher, of course, stars Superman, who is Henry Cavill, who may not yeah. be Superman anymore, but he stars as the Witcher, and he has contacts in, and he wears dirty clothes. So what are your thoughts on season <laughs> two? Trailer? Well, having read the Witcher books... Uh, and I really, really, really want to play the video games now. Uh, it's such a, it's a well thought out world. There's rules to the magic. There's, there's, there's great conflict. The characters are fantastic. The character of the Witcher is fantastic. The girl that he's in love with and yada, yada. It's all great. My, my big beef with the, the, the first season of the show is like all the costumes looked brand new. Like all of the costumes. At one point, uh, the Witcher comes in to a bar, and they're like, "Ooh, you smell!" And, and he is—he's just fought in the swamp. He just fought a creature in the swamp. He comes into this bar, and and the, and the dialogue is like, "Oh, you need a—you need a bath. You smell horrible." And you're and you're like, "How?" His clothes look like he just got them from the dry cleaner, and it's like. I'm sure they had the wardrobe department working overtime and they were probably very protective, but it, it was insane. It was insane in that reality. Everybody looked like they it was like, oh, I just bought this cloak and now I'm wearing it. Oh, these are my new pants. It was just it's it, it stood out. And you're like, no, there's there's wear and tear to things like they did such a great job in The Hobbit. You're like. That looks like clothes that they've worn for a long time. And there are no laundry machines. There's no washer dryers. So it was a it's one of those little details. And it's one of those things. Uh, it's like the princess and the pea. Like once you notice it, it's the only thing you can see. And then it, you, you, then, then it becomes you become painfully aware of like, oh, I'm just watching a TV show. Nothing's really going to happen. There is no real Jeopardy. I'm just watching a show. Look at their costumes. So I was thrilled. To see, oh look, they they took the chance and they must have had enough time to sew backups, because <laughs> now things actually have some wear and tear, and it looks it looks real. It's it's uh, it's it's funny how much it bugged me. Well, now that you've mentioned no washer and dryers in Lord of the Rings, I want to know why there aren't any washers and dryers. They have magic. Why can't they whip up something to clean their clothes? So now you that's, see, that's one of the things you can't do that. You can't do that. That's one of the things with magic. You can't like invent a machine that runs itself and rings. It's like, no, that's that's one of the rules of magic. 
which which is not spoken out loud, but it's just like, you know, it's a we could oh boy, this is this is like a whole show unto itself. And it's the problem, it's the problem that I have with the Wheel of Time series coming out. And people are mad at me about my Wheel of Time review. There's been a couple of comments from and people are like, can you can you show because here's my problem with the Wheel of Time, you guys. Wheel of Time uh the in like book four book five this kid has a magic i don't know if it's a it's a sword it's a dagger it's a blah 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 and he's in a big tough jam and then all of a sudden blue 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 oh i didn't know the magic sword could do that and it transports him away from a fight and like that's when i stopped reading it that's because that's that's lazy writing that's horrible because you're just like, oh, I've written myself into a jam. How do I get it? Ooh, what if the magic sword has this other ability that he doesn't know about? I call bullshit. I call bullshit. Yeah, well, you're, like you said, we could do a whole show about that because I could talk about a few things where they just kind of uh, threw it in at the end. Hint, uh, as in uh, Superman the movie. Oh, I can fly around the world and, and turn back time all of a sudden. Okay. Sure. <laughs> yeah. All right, we went a little long. You guys go to the website, go to the Loftus Party Doc. There's so much stuff here we didn't even we didn't even hit on, but it's fantastic. Paul, thank you for this uh, guided tour of what is on the web. Thanks, Michael. All right, but talk to you soon.